0: Hey everybody, it's the RM show. Wait, what? How the heck was it? Can you dig it? And now, those two guys that are so awesome that they gave Keanu Reeves the original. Whoa. Here's Ricardo and Mike.
1: That's right, R and M show this week because uh, Brett's off in his bathrobe out by the pool in Arizona chilling. Well, actually chilling, not literally, you know, he's actually in nice weather over there, but as we're dealing with a bunch of snow here, but uh, and because Mike Sherry, sports planning editor and uh, the big guy behind everything that we do here uh, at the Post Crescent, anything we do digital wise because it frees us all up. Uh, he's ge- uh, do I call it guest hosting? Yeah, I guess guest co-host because Brett's over there in Arizona. But Mike, we've been wanting you on the show for a while now. Because for those of you who aren't uh, who don't know the inside stuff here, Mike Mike has been a, a big part of everything that we do for for a long, long time. You just don't see him out in the forefront. We're we're the guys that are kind of out in the front. And Mike's kind of like the guy in the back, kind of kind of doing everything, all the all the all the stuff that uh, kind of frees us up to do everything that we do. So Mike, we're we're happy to have you on because you are just as opinionated as we are, and I know this, so now we're able to get you on here and on record, uh, and hopefully you'll make some enemies along the way, and that's the plan. So, yeah, welcome.
2: Th- thank you. It's good to be here. I uh, feel like a little bit like uh, Brett Hundley stepping <laughs> in for uh, Aaron Rodgers. Uh, oh, you couldn't have picked a worse example. <laughs> well, <then. laughs> exactly. We, we know how that went, so hopefully this goes a little better. Okay, um, well,
1: well, hopefully that's the case. Hopefully you're going to be more of the Mark Brunel type maybe so so much more than uh, Brett Hunley, but uh, I have to. Uh, I have to
2: apologize. The people who are watching, I've got a face for radio, <laughs> and the people who are listening, I've got a voice for print. <laughs> we, so,
1: well, for here, well, at least for the visual aspect of it, Mike, we're in high definition. So, uh, y- you How know, you we, we got to do a double apologize there. But uh, there's not uh, what we can do though. So we'll we'll get through it though. Uh, but yeah, we're excited. Episode number thirty of the only podcast dedicated to high school sports in the Fox Valley. Uh, again, I'm your co-host Ricardo Arguello sitting alongside with me, is Mike Sherry, and uh, don't forget about Rosie over there doing the stuff behind the live stream machine. We're really here thankful for you. Being our producer there, Rosie We have a lot of things to talk about Well, not so much a lot, but important things to talk about Because one uh, topic just happened Literally, what, an hour and a half ago or two hours ago uh, Here we're taping, uh, here at Post Crescent uh, The Post Crescent Studios here at the Post Crescent Mike, is Joe Russum, Appleton North girls basketball coach Two-time state champion coach Announced his resignation It, it was put over by Nate Warner, activities director for, the, uh, for Appleton North it came as a shock to you, I know, because I came to the office. You had no idea, because yeah. he was busy shoveling and stuff like that. And I, the only reason why I knew is because it came over my Twitter right before I left the house, and I checked it quick. Uh, it came over from uh, Appleton North. Uh, the folks over there letting everyone know—that's big news, Mike. Um, big news, because well, number one, he's the most uh, successful coach in our area when you think about championships and his win-loss percentage. I don't have it here, but I, I know it's—it's—it's it's, it's ridiculous. It's—it's it's awesome. And number two, because this came out of left field, there was no inklings, no kind of rumblings or anything that he was unhappy, at least from what I talked to him. Uh, but obviously, the I think in the, in the tweet, Mike, it said to take an administrative position in Manasha. Correct. So how shocked are you? Because you, we've had many discussions about Joe Russell and, and how he's a great coach at, at the girls' level uh, in Division One, the highest level you can get, Mike. Uh, it came as, a, came as a shock to you, didn't it?
2: Yeah, absolutely. Like you said, uh, um, so close to the season ending, you know, you kind of, Kind of surprised at the timing of it more than anything. Usually, these these things kind of tend to fester through the spring, and then you hear about them maybe in the summer that a coach is stepping down. But uh, like you said, uh, Mr. Werner or Norris said uh, he's he's leaving to accept another position at a different school, so uh, in a different district. Um, it's surprising because of the s- success they've had. Obviously, you think uh, you you just always think that coaches and especially young coaches like like Joe yes. are going to be in a position for a long time, especially when they're having success. You don't you don't think they're gonna leave when they're at the top at a young age like that. So uh definitely surprising. Um but uh you know that's that's the nature of the business, you know. There's uh we always forget that these people are these coaches are, are human beings. They've got families, they've got right they've got goals and aspirations outside of coaching and, and uh I know you'll talk to Joe at some point today right. and for an and update the story, but uh um you know, coaches coaches aren't always just coaches. They're, they're family. They're family people. They've got je- they've got career goals. Yeah. Uh, in this case, it looks like Joe has uh, decided to uh, chase a different career goal. A
1: couple questions come to mind here, Mike. Uh, number one, uh, and I'll ask him this once I talk to him. Will he? W- what's the next step coaching wise for him? We you know we know wh- where he's going career wise. Then that opens up a pretty big door over there at Appleton North. Uh, now, obviously, we we know they lose Levy and Brecky, and they lose uh, they lose some very key seniors there. But they do return a pretty good you know, a bunch of players who played significant roles in their championship run here. Uh, well, actually, both championship runs, when you think about it, the past two seasons. So that's what's going to start speculation, Mike, is who's going to be the next coach over there at Appleton North. Because you're walking into a program that has the highest of expectations, one. Two, has had so much success. And three uh you know has very and en- you know engaging parents and uh you know they're they're, they're also very uh, vocal in how you know they they expect the program to be run and all that kind of stuff so I don't want to speculate on who might be who might be there but uh that coach who's going to they're, they're going to be walking into a heck of a program and one that's going to expect success right away
2: Mike absolutely uh, let's just put it this way Nate will not have a shortage of candidates for this right. position um North is One of the biggest schools in the state, one of inarguably the best conference in the state. Right. Um, As you said, they're losing a few players, but they still got a a, a ton of talent coming back and a good youth program. Uh, There will be no shortage of candidates for this job again. um, Who that might be right now, it's way too too, too early to know. But uh, they're definitely going to get a good coach, and they're going to get a lot of coaches interested in that job.
1: Well, let me speculate, because that's what I do. Uh, not, 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 not so much for who's going to take that Appleton North job, because I, I, you know, I have to look at who's actually free and stuff like that. If it was last year, we were thinking, oh, well, this is where maybe, is this where Jeff Chu kind of steps in, you know, for, af- after uh, being uh, unceremoniously, you know, kind of let go at, at Hortonville. Would he walk into Appleton North? Who, he would have loved that. But for what Joe Russell is going to do next step, now you think, okay, where well, he's taken Division One girls to the highest level of where you, what you can do in the Valley does he turn maybe if he does this continue to coach is it something and this is what i'm gonna ask him you know is it is it, th- is it time for you to go try, try the boys side of it uh you know we've seen some successful conversions you know going from girls and boys and boys and girls or whatever and uh and, you know i think that that he would make a fine boys coach uh because of his demeanor and and, and what his expectations are he lays it out very concrete mike I, I i'm expecting him actually to go to the boys' side of things
2: well, that's interesting uh Manasha has a pretty good boys coach there right now and Co- okay. coach malik he's uh He's done a good job with that program. They've got some good talent. Uh, this year, I th- had a 500 record. I think the boys did the okay. Nashes. So I, we're not here to we're not here to push out anybody. <laughs> no, 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 not at all. Job. Not um, at all. No, you're right to you're right to speculate that uh, Coach Russum uh, at some point uh, you would think would get, get back into coaching. It doesn't. He doesn't seem like a guy who uh, was burned out from coaching. Although he does uh, push himself and he his does. Players, players pretty hard. So maybe he did feel like this was a chance to. Uh, step away and you know, recharge the batteries you know, briefly, but uh, I certainly think he'll be back at, at some point on the sideline because he's, uh, he's too good of a coach and seems to enjoy it too much to, uh, to not do it.
1: Right. And uh, well, well, you know, like I said, I'll, I'll be talking with Russell later tonight. So please check us out on PostCrescent.com, uh to see the kind of the updated story. Mike posted something real quick that's out there right now. Just to let everyone know of the surprising move, but we'll add context to that later. Uh, and uh, of course, I, wanna, I also want to say that on the Sunday, we're expecting our All-Era girls basketball team uh, to be put forward as well. So uh, we'll, we'll have an interview with him when it comes to uh, possibly, you know, where some of those players are on the first team and things like that. But uh, Rosie, did you have anything to add to this? Because I know that you and Brett saw him, you know, a couple of times uh, yeah. off the court. In, in, I know he was. You get bring up that great story of him bopping along to the heavy metal music <laughs> yeah. before one of the one of the games, one of the playoff games, if I remember. right. Yeah,
0: yeah, that was uh, last season against uh, the game against West over at Appleton East, and yeah, we were unloading our uh, gear, we're walking in, and here is this car sitting there just blasting uh, Metallica, just boom, 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 boom. <laughs> I'm like, wow, that guy's rocking out in there. I mean, like the heads going back and forth. I'm like, what the heck? And all of a sudden, Brett just happens to peek in. He goes, "That's Coach Rossum." <laughs> that, that was, and you know, we, funny.
1: yeah, when we had uh, uh, Brecky uh, and Levy on here, that, that's who he is. That's that's that, that's how he. Yeah. that's kind of his demeanor. Yeah, I
0: mean, he does have. He puts up that that front that's like very straightforward and just don't talk serious. To me. Yeah. Almost like Brett, you know, just kind of like that front. Don't talk to me. Don't mess with me. No, no, no. Me. Here's, no a di-
1: here's a difference between <laughs> Russell and Brett. Russell He actually can can intimidate you with his looks. Brett is just like ah, you just kind of (laughs) chuckle a little bit. You know, it's like one of those little baby lions. You know, they're trying to roar or whatever. Oh, That's adorable. (laughs) Look at Brett trying to be all mean. (laughs)
2: Brett's cute. Brett's like that younger brother who just keeps (laughs) pestering. You just kind of put your hand. Yeah, yeah, Just 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 leave him. Get out of here. here. Slap him on the side of the head. Oh, Brett, we love you. We
1: know you're on vacation. That did come as a
0: complete surprise to me when you told me that this morning. I'm like,
1: what? Are you serious? Yeah, I know. Uh, you, were, you were still putting together some of the things over there. And I think, yeah, you were, you were shocked about that. But more on this is kind of a developing thing. And when we talk about this possibly in next week's podcast, when we'll actually have some thoughts from Russell on this and maybe some of the players as well uh, who I'll talk to. So big, big news. Again, if you haven't heard, Joe Russell, Appleton North girls basketball coach, two-time state champions, uh, the Lightning. Uh, he led them the past two years. Uh, it, it has resigned as, the, as a coach of the Lightning uh, to take an administrative position over in Menasha. Uh, this also irks me a little bit more, Mike, and, and you mentioned it to me just to get me all riled up about, <laughs> he, again, he did not win the Associated Press uh, Coach of the Year Award the last two years, though he should have won it the last two years, and now makes it even more galling, I guess you could say, because uh, uh, he's done over at Appleton North and, and and really doesn't have any kind of individual award the show for it, Mike. Uh, and I know that
2: shocked you too. Well, he went 28-0, 28-0 last year and won the state title and didn't get it. Beefs up his schedule this year playing some out-of-state competition, you know. 24-4 this year. The record wasn't as good, but the accomplishment was just as good this year. Didn't get it again this year. So, you know, what? I don't know what a guy's got to do uh, <laughs> than win two 2 back-to-back state titles in Division One, But, uh well, he's
1: got to do ab- apparently more than that, yeah. Mike. I mean, he's got to somehow maybe finish undefeated. Even then, it probably would have been a close vote. Who knows what my fellow uh, voters are thinking over there? But no, no more on that. I already yelled about that the last couple of weeks. Uh, I want to do. Get, I want to get to um, something that Mike, that you're significantly a part of. Uh, all area teams, kind of like behind the scenes, how we pick them. Uh, now, I did the boys' and the girls' team, the boys' and girls' basketball teams. But well, Mike took care of everything else, which is what? Wrestling, uh, is it boys' swimming, yep. um, as well as hockey? Boys' and girls' boys hockey. Boys' and girls' hockey. So those four – is that right? Those, so those four things? Right. Am I missing it? Nothing? Okay. Right. Uh, but, yeah, so talk about – first, of all, I want to get how you kind of put those together because you kind of have – yours is a little bit different in terms of the way that I have to do it. Now, in years past, uh, I've done it a, a different way in terms of setting out nomination forms. I didn't do that this year because I felt that was – really kind of I guess like on the pulse of what was going on and um so I kind of actually just I reached out to certain coaches or whatever to kind of kind of figure out who was who was slotted where but Mike how do you how do you go about doing this because uh, that's that's
2: four big ones that you do with there with those four sports yeah um for me it's a process that literally starts at the beginning of the season um okay. you know I, I, I'm up here at night uh five six sometimes seven nights a week seven nights a week don't (laughs) lie you're here seven nights a week it seems like seems like you know i'm here when the results are coming in from the coaches so i'm seeing these names over and over again and you know i'm making mental notes sometimes i'm making actual notes writing stuff down on um who's having good seasons you know obviously we go into the season knowing okay here's our three or four or five best athletes in each sport going into the season but things can change um so i'm constantly making notes and and Um, you know reminders to myself who's having good seasons who's doing things like that um, throughout the season then obviously uh, you know when you get to state tournament time that plays a huge role for me and I know it does for you as well you know if if, you know if if you lose if you lose in regionals and you don't can't even get your team to, to sectionals or can't get your team to state you know that's that's a red mark you know for for a lot of people and it is for me um
1: Well, uh, well, would you call it a red mark more so, or or more like, if all things given, all things equal, you give more preference to those? That's fair. I I
2: would agree with that. You know, all things being equal, we, we, you know, team success and how far your team got is definitely a determining factor. Uh, Yeah, that's a good point. Um, And then, uh, obviously, uh, the input from the coaches, like you said, you'll solicit input from coaches. Um, We've got other ways to get input from coaches. The all-conference teams, right? um, Exactly. Those come in. The coaches vote. they vote for their first team, second team, honorable mention. Um, uh, so I, we, we rely heavily on the the opinions of the coaches, and uh, then taking it a step further, of course, you got the all-state teams um, that are, are voted on uh, either by the coaches' associations or, uh, depending on the sport, the, the AP uh, uh, has a, uh, all-state teams as well. So uh, it's it's all kinds of things. It's it's and it's our observations from from going out and watching these these athletes in person. Uh, you, you do that more than I do but uh, I you know I was at state tournament uh, for the boys state tournament I watched all the girls state tournament games on TV so uh you know watching these athletes in person too is 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 a great way to find out uh, you know make some decisions in your mind or or, or or break some ties if you're you're leaning a certain way um, so it's it's a lot of things and then it you know then it just boils down to uh, you know trying to make the best decision you can make and trying to be fair to the kids you don't want to Hurt anybody's feelings? You don't want to leave anybody out, but uh, the bottom line is we've got a lot of fantastic, lot of fantastic athletes in not, you know, in in, in the Post Crescent coverage area, but throughout the state as well. You know, when when, when we'll talk later about the state awards, but uh, um, there's there's so many good athletes, it's you just try to make the best informed decision you can make and 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 hope you got it right. You had, in
1: my opinion, the toughest decision to make. And we won't announce who it was because Mike Mike's team hasn't come out yet. But uh, the wrestling side of it may have been the most toughest. I, I I can't remember a time when when a wrestling when we had so many. Well, first off, we had a bunch of champs, and then they're 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 extraordinary champs too. They're not just you know oh okay they kind of came from nowhere and, and won the championship. That was tough for you to pick, wasn't it? I know you you, you we, we debated a couple times. You, you 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 asked for my opinion on it, and. Uh, Put you this way: There's gonna be people not gonna be happy. <laughs> there's always people not happy with the all all, all, all area teams, but I think in specifically on this one. There's gonna be people not happy because all the, the there there were significant candidates, and all of them could be con- could have been considered.
2: You and I've talked about wrestling. I think more than any of the other yeah. sports. You know, just the two of us and going back and forth. Um, that the hard part about wrestling, and you're right, it was a tough decision, and and a lot of great candidates. The hard part about wrestling is you're comparing apples to oranges. You know, c- how d- can you compare? a kid who wrestles at 113 or whatever to a kid who wrestles at uh 225. Right. Can you compare a kid who wins a state title in division 1 to a kid who wins a state title in division 3? You know, what kind of you know, cuz a lot of times they're not wrestling against each other and if they're at opposite ends of the uh the weight class spectrum, it's it's impossible to uh to to compare kids in evenly. So uh yeah, wrestling was tough. Um a lot of great candidates. I and that's a good problem to have too you know it's uh at least we know we're giving it to somebody who's deserving you know so there's some years where not in wrestling so much but some years where you're you have a hard time deciding uh who it is not because the candidates are so great but because the candidates you wish you had more good candidates to choose from so uh yeah this is it's a good pro- it's a good problem to have but i will uh i will take the uh slings and arrows uh to pe- from people who, uh, <laughs> who do not like the decision I made uh, ultimately. But, uh, again, I, I, I don't think we could have gone wrong with, with whatever direction we went. Yeah, we weren't going to
1: have like a you know, six-person six you know, uh, player a wrestler of the year. We weren't going to do that. Or so, so put it out. It had to be won. We had to make a tough decision, and that's what Mike Sherry did. Uh, first, we, I, 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 go j- ahead. Just
2: let me say, we've, we've had co-winners in the past in, yes. in various sports. Wrestling was one of them. I think a couple of years ago we had a co-base- co-baseball players yes. of the year. And Dan Powers, our buddy in, in photo, was the one who put his foot down and said, enough of the, the co-athletes right. of the year. It's too hard to get them together for a photo. It's too hard to get a good photo of two guys together. And he said, you, you guys got to make a decision. Pick You're right. pick one. And he's right. And, and he th- is absolutely right. He's absolutely right. Yeah. And the bottom line is you, you, you can't have two athletes there. the year. One, something has to set one a little bit higher than the other. and. Uh, and uh, That's at our discretion. But that is at our <laughs> sc- yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's at our discretion. Yeah.
1: So, uh, again, Mike, sh- Mike give us uh, give your email for people who are going to complain to you. Go <laughs> ahead.
2: Do it Do it now. Uh, let's see. That's uh, R or Gway- No. <laughs> no. M. Sherry at postcrescent.com, like I said. I'll take
1: people, people are going to complain either way, but, uh, you know, we, we're, we're so used to this. We've been in the business a long time, so it, that's fine. And, and, and you know what? It, at least it generates discussion, Mike. And I'm sure your wrestling team is going to generate discussion in, in a positive way, though, because, again, of how many great athletes we had. In our area So think of it that way Look at the bright side You know It it could have been Where all our We didn't have any champions You know And actually That makes it even more Difficult in that way That would have made it A lot harder Yeah I agree Yeah Absolutely So I did want to get A pick your brain Mike one more time Uh, Because for those of you Who didn't know You know All the the great uh, stuff We had from the From the boys state tournament uh, All that The great video Mike Sherry shot that Uh, He shot the Jordan McCabe uh, The shot uh, He shot him also uh, I think going up On on the, uh, the press The press row I uh, wanted to get your thoughts on that real quick, Mike, because that was an exciting moment for you. Uh, I'm going to ask you flat out: Was that the most incredible moment that you've ever witnessed at a state championship level?
2: Uh, in person, yes. Okay. I mean, I, uh, you know, uh, our our friend Brett uh, had the had the great digital story last uh, a few right. days a few days ago, detailing some of the other great uh, finishes uh, with the Sam Decker shot and the uh, Lamont Weaver shot from 50 some years ago. Um, I think the Lamont Weaver shot still, for me, is you know s- stands number one above all else but uh, as far as me in person being there you know at on the Cole center floor or in the old days the the field house floor yep. that's that's the best moment uh that I've had covering you know state basketball tournaments and, and not just the Kikana game but the the ending of the Velders. I was uh, going to say your <laughs> previous high yeah. was might have been the Brookshaw shot too right yeah, you're right and then c- going back to uh I think it was Thursdays Veld- the Velders the Valder semifinal that's true. game I got they had the winning shot there. I got that on video, and then come back Saturday, and boom, the 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 shot uh, the shot by uh, Tuma. Well, Tuma, Tuma, and v- then down yeah, to Brookshire. Tuma, and then down to Brookshire at the other end, and uh, that was a great moment I that I didn't think we could top. And then the uh, the end of the uh, Kakona Washington game certainly did.
1: Rosie, we got to get you to the state tournament sometime. I to know. Come on down and kick it with us, because uh, I that, know
2: that was a fun time. It was a long was. day, believe me. Mike, Mike,
1: Mike put in what 14, 15 hour. Not that he doesn't anyway, yeah. but but he had to do it over at, at, at the Cole Center, because I know you had, uh, that Saturday you were there at nine in the morning or before that. I was there
2: at eight in the morning because they had a uh, <laughs> three point. <shoot laughs> con- <they> had <laughs> a, the three point shooting contest, and they were telling everybody to get there early because they had that uh, St. Paddy's Day 5K. Yeah on state street in madison what a day to run it what a day to to run it and they're telling us if you don't get there early you are going to not find anywhere to park near the coal centers so i got there at 8 a.m uh found my spot to park i other than a few ushers i was the first one in the coal center that day (laughs) and other than a few ushers i think me and ricardo were the last ones to leave the coal center that day so uh
0: See, and if yeah. I was there, we could do so many more Facebook interviews or whatever. Hey, well, let's petition, right let's petition, let's
1: petition some from our higher ups yeah. to get you over there, Rosie. Yeah, I'm not, a, I'm not averse to that. You can go, yeah. the, you, can, you can go to a sketchy Denny's afterwards. Like with Exactly, me, Mike, and, yeah. And Brett did. So uh, yeah. we talked about that a little bit last week. But yeah, so that Mike, again, he's putting together those all area teams behind the scenes. And in our last topic here, Mike, you're also involved, you're going a you're getting a, just a glimpse of what Mike's involved in everything and what we do, basically. It's just you don't see uh, his, his mug up here with, with our ugly mugs uh, you know, every week in and week out. But, Mike, you also are part of putting together the Northeast Wisconsin High School Sports Awards show. We revealed our winter nominations this, uh, this Saturday. was it? No, it was this Sunday. Sunday yep. This Sunday uh, in terms of boys' basketball, girls' basketball, wrestling, boys' swimming, as well as for boys' hockey, girls' hockey, and gymnastics. Again, that show is May 11th. Uh, over there at the atrium, uh, the Lambeau Field atrium, with, of course, uh, you may have heard this already. Uh, uh, Aaron Rodgers is our special guest uh, for that show. But, Mike, you, put, you help kind of, like, coordinate all of this because you have to pull from each one of our different regions to get those nominations. Uh, I, I haven't seen any of this, by the way. You've kind of taken control of that, which I thank you for. Uh, but uh, how, how difficult is that, trying to, trying to pull all that together? And not just that, you're managing, like, a bunch of voters. You know, in, in that yeah. way, so so some of them are not very happy about <laughs> some of the
2: picks, perhaps. Perhaps, um, we talked about the all area teams and how difficult it is to pick those. Now, imagine doing that for not just the Appleton market. Imagine doing that for Oshkosh and Fond du Lac and Manitowoc and Sheboygan and Green Bay, and for the uh, all the papers out in the central group. Um, yeah, it's a huge task. As many good athletes as we had picking our all area teams, it, it's multiplied sixfold or tenfold to, to try to come up. With nominees for the awards banquet, um, not an easy task. But again, we uh, we solicit uh, nominations from our from our colleagues at the other newspapers. They send in their recommendations, and uh, um, we put together bio. I put together bios on each of the athletes, uh, send them back out to everybody, and say, here's the nominees. Give us give us your feedback. Give us your opinions. Give us your votes on who you think. Uh, you know should uh, I don't know if people know we we come down to six six people get invited for each sport mm-hmm. then we narrow it down to three finalists That's and, then right. and then we pick a winner so uh you know coming up with the six finalists or the six uh nominees sh- nominees for each sport difficult for sure but not impossible i think uh, some of the sports really came together pretty easily right. to get down to six but going from six to three and then going from three down to one is uh, is very difficult and uh, um Again, you just make the b- most informed, best decision you can make, and then uh, hope uh, hope everybody <laughs> agrees with you.
1: Yeah, you know, and I looked at some of these uh, uh, some of these categories. Obviously, boys basketball. We we, we the six names there are are, are are very well known: Halliburton, McCabe, Blair. Uh, Domas from Opaun, Plamen from Xavier, Quincy Anderson, Oscar I Those those are pretty cut and dry. In 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 many ways, the, the girls basketball team as well with Levy, Askey, Brecky, Frederick, uh, Nagard from Stevens Point, and Jaden Simmons, Green Bay Southwest. And the wrestling team. I think wrestling, it's kind of the easiest and the hardest because uh, again, we have so many great wrestlers. And for those of you who don't know, Eric Barnett, Bo Yanaman, Jeremy. Sh- I, don't, I don't even know how to pronounce his name. Shenner. That Jeremy Schenner of, S- of Stratford, Kenner, or Hunter Lukey of Spencer Columbus, Keaton Cleaver of Kokona, and Bryce
2: Bosman of Luxembourg Casco. You're talking about six champs, right? They so were all champs, all and we had some state champions who did not make. Yes, we did. Who um, did not make the cut down to the final six. Is and that, that and that's tough. It,
1: now imagine Mike having, or, or all of them having, to cut it down to the three from from that list of six. So
2: that's that's right. tough. And you're talking about uh, not just the six we picked. They're not just. In most cases, one-time state champions. There are two-time state champions, three-time state champions, and in some cases, four-time state champions. Yes. So um, <laughs> if, if, it was just, if it was just easy where all six were first-time state champions or, or whatever or, or we had eight or nine or ten first-time state champions, it might be a different story. But, uh, yeah, dif- wrestling again, just, just very hard to pick wrestling this year just because we have so many great wrestlers in, in our area.
1: And some of these other uh, categories, I'm just going to read off some of our local kids here. Uh, for boys swimming, we have Eli Rocky of Nina, Roque. Roque, I am so sorry. <laughs> Aiden Clark of Nina, uh, as well. I think that's th- those are our two area guys. And then boys hockey, Alex Elkin or Alec Elkin of uh, Nina Hortonville, Uh And I think that might have been our only area kid. Girls hockey, do we have uh, Lisa Lisa Kramer and Marky hap- and Marky yeah, Ash? Marky Ash, sure. Marky Ash. Sure. She's a she's a Wopaka.
2: Wopaka girl, but she played on the uh, Wisconsin Valley Union co-op team this year. Have we asked so. Lisa
1: Kramer once she puts two eyes in her? First name? Uh, f- we, we I might we have can't. to ask her
2: if she's ever on my show. Uh, and don't forget Maddie, Maddie Jablonski from uh, that's right. Fox City Stars. Maddie, Maddie Jablonski of Fox
1: City Stars, just a sophomore, too. And then for gymnastics, do we have any Kokona girls in here, or is it uh, kind uh, of made up of a lot of uh, the central group? Nope,
2: a lot of the central group and a uh, um, couple girls from uh, the Lakes group as well with uh, Brynn Tackett from Manitowoc.
1: Yeah, so that's uh, th- that. That's our, for the, s- for the winter sports anyway, those are our nominees uh, for the most part for our uh, – Northeast Wisconsin High School Sports Awards Show. Mike, you gonna try to make it this year? I know you're a busy guy. I know again, Mike kind of takes the bullet for us, for me and Brett, so we can sit up there looking all fancy in our tux in our tuxes and, and you know kind of shooting, you know, uh, shooting the talk with uh, my friend Aaron Rodgers, who uh, doesn't like me too much probably, but uh, <laughs> you get to, hopefully you get to make it though. I mean, you could take a break. I mean, I,
2: We can have some of the guys kind of hold the fort down here. Am I gonna get a tux? I'll ask. Maybe we can get you a tux. If there's enough money in the budget for a tux, I'm coming. Otherwise, (laughs) otherwise I'll sit in the office with my jeans and sweatshirt on, and I'll just watch the show online.
1: (laughs) We'll we'll see if we can make that happen, Mike, because I think you need to be there. But, uh, yeah. So, again,
2: that's May 11th. Wait. wait, You want me there because now that everybody knows – who picked a lot of this stuff? You want me on stage so people can throw stuff, right? Not
1: just that. Yeah, not just that. I'm gonna point out and say, for by the way, all this, all the decisions made by this guy right here, when uh, you know you're gonna get an uproar, uh, as we always do every year. But hey, again, if you're the winner of, of those individual awards, Mike, for those who don't know, you get a picture. You know, you get to go on. Uh, I don't want to say hang out with Aaron Rodgers, but you get to go backstage. There's a, there's a little photo thing set up, and you get to. Come and take a picture with uh,
2: you know what? What? What is he? One of the best quarterbacks in the league now? I would I think, think so. so. Yeah. Okay. yeah. All right. But uh, well, yeah. some I guy, some <laughs> guy on Twitter got in a battle with you and said, uh, Yeah, but Rodgers and Favre don't have very good arms. Yeah. Yeah.
1: What was the battle with me? It was some some goofball claiming that Favre and Rodgers, well, Favre more so than Rodgers. Yeah. I think we all can agree didn't ha- wasn't exactly having a, ha- didn't have rocket arms early. I'm like, what are you talking yeah. about? So I'm like, yeah, I'm a Bears fan, and it, Favre mm-hmm. was the hardest thrower I ever saw. You know, outside of maybe Elway and yeah. Cunningham and. Uh, I'm sure there's maybe another guy, Jeff George, threw the ball really hard as well.
0: I do remember when Ron Jaworski said once the Packers drafted him, uh, he said –
1: Well, not the Packers. You mean Rodgers? Yeah, Rodgers. Okay.
0: Uh, When the Packers drafted him, uh, Jaworski said, well, he'll be a great backup, but he'll never have the arm strength for a starting quarterback. Oh, wow, he couldn't have been more wrong. Yeah.
1: Because what's what's interesting with Rodgers is he's really developed that arm strength. I think he maybe started off as having average arm strength, but whatever he did, I don't know what he did, but – that arm strength is uh, among the, among the best, very best to play the game. Well, his mechanics
2: obviously got a lot better. Yeah, you know, that's for sure. In his first few years, you know, than what yeah. they were in college. That yeah. helps. Yeah, now, they don't you, have big arms. Yeah, if you watch, I mean, if if you watch Favre when he was 40, he still could sling it pretty oh, yeah. good. Yeah. But if you if you happen to stumble across a game on NFL Network of Favre back in you know his tw- er, you know early mid 20s, you know those first few years when they were playing the Cowboys down in Dallas yeah. in the playoffs every year. Nobody could throw it like that. No. Yeah. Nobody. I mean, I'm no. sorry. Yeah. So I took issue with that.
1: You yeah. know, I'm very vocal, and I like to engage and, and get into arguments on Twitter. But, yeah, one of but
0: my are, – But are people really literally that stupid that they don't – I'm sorry. I, I took
1: umbrage yeah. because this guy's supposed to be an NFL writer. Yeah. It's one thing yeah. if it's a fan, or a millennial who hasn't seen, who never saw far. This guy's supposed to be an NFL yeah. writer for Bleacher Report. It I forgot what his name was.
0: Wasn't he comparing him to the quarterback from Wyoming? Yeah, Is that Josh Allen. Yeah. Okay.
1: And I, I saw by the way, I saw footage of Josh Allen throwing 75, 80 yards like in a controlled environment, you know, at his pro day. All I had to do was it took me ten seconds to look up Cordell Stewart throwing at seventy five yards to, when he was at Colorado to beat Michigan that last yeah. night of play. You know, you, you see other guys throwing at seventy five yards that there might have been one of Rogers actually possibly throwing at that farm. I mean, come on, man.
0: Well and I, I think wasn't there used to be a story that Glanville used to I think he called yeah. far Mississippi or something. He's like, Hey Mississippi, go throw right. it in the upper deck. It just to th- show people how strong his arm was, he'd have him throw it up in the upper deck at the old Atlanta, uh, the Atlanta or whatever dome it was. Yeah, that they had. Well,
1: here, here, and here's another thing because uh, last thing because we, we we're going off on a tangent here, <laughs> yeah, but uh, <laughs> My uh, fault. I, I remember reading Bo Jackson's like kind of like his autobiography or his uh, it was like a self written run, well, not self written, but it was done by a ghostwriter or whatever. And uh, he 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 claims that he could throw it a hundred yards. He threw it from one end of the field to the other. That I don't. That I don't. Doubt actually because we've seen him throw a baseball, yeah. pretty, pretty, pretty much the length of a baseball field. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, so I mean, it's not out the, out of the realm of possibility that you know, Farv is possibly the best arm we've ever seen. I mean, if, if, if Bo Jackson is throwing it 100 yards, I think Favre <laughs> could get to, to 80 in his prime, as Mike was talking about I earlier. Th- I
2: think anything Bo Jackson said he could do, he probably <laughs> yeah, could. Yeah, yeah, I, mean, I agree with be. you on, on that. So, hey, <laughs> yeah. yeah, but that's our R&M podcast, the
1: first one. Mike, maybe we'll have to have you on again. Maybe we'll just tell Brett to stay in Arizona.
2: Well, I got a better idea. I'll go to Arizona.
1: Okay. Brett can come back here. <laughs> all right, that, that'll be a deal. Mike has to get a vacation in here some some days here. The guy's working seven days a week. But, uh, Mike, we appreciate you coming on, my friend. Thanks. And uh, joining us on the show. It was a lot of fun. We've been wanting to have you on. And so now we did. Now now you're on the list. Now, now, now you're our, uh, remember Johnny Carson at Jay Leno, guest host all the time? Now you're our Jay Leno. So you better be funny next time I have you on, man. You got to <laughs> continue the jokes. I'll start Love writing here. some jokes. Okay, all right. Well, then again, please check us out again on iTunes. Uh, uh, Google Play and Stitcher for those of you who don't subscribe because you really got to subscribe. It'll go right to your phone uh, later tonight. Right, Rosie? When you get me the file, That's I'll right. put it up there on iTunes and it'll get, again, downloaded right to your phone. You so please you. check us out. Be a subscriber again on the R&B, R&M show for today and the R&B show starting again uh, next week when Brett returns. So until next Wednesday, everyone, I don't have the balls to, we, to we, throw. Yeah, uh, we, I we throw. We forgot up. to get the balls for yeah. to throw. Usually Brett's here just tossing things over. There you go. There, 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 it up. Yeah. 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 Mike, show off go. the gun. Not even close. Okay, All right. We got so.
0: one, more. one more. He usually throws two, so come on.
1: Got one more. You this, hear the paper crackle. This makes for some good TV, doesn't it? It does. There you hey! go. He got it All this right, time. All right. right so see you back here again next Wednesday for another episode of the R&B Show on Wednesdays. Have a good one, everyone.